El Dorado by Edgar Allan Poe. Gaily bedite, a gallant knight, in sunshine and in shadow, had journeyed long, singing a song, in search of El Dorado. But he grew old, the knight so bold, and o'er his heart a shadow, fell as he found no spot of ground that looked like El Dorado. And as his strength failed him at length, he met a pilgrim shadow. Shadow, said he, where can it be, the land of El Dorado? Over the mountains of the moon, down the valley of the shadow, ride boldly ride, the shade replied, if you seek for El Dorado. The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of some one gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor," I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly, I remember it was in bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books, Sir Case of Sorrow, Sorrow for the Lost Lenore. For the rare and radiant maiden, the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore, and the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entering entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entering entrance at my chamber door, that it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating them no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly a forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortals ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word Lenore. Thus I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word Lenore, merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely there is something at my window. Let me see, then, what the threat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart still be a moment, 
and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Once here I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obedience made he, not a moment stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat and nothing more. Then the ebony bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the constant it wore, Thou thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, Art sure no craven, ghastly, grim, and ancient raven, Wandering from the nightly shore, Tell me what thy loud, lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Much I marveled, this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, Though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore for we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door with such name as nevermore but the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour, nothing further than he uttered, not a feather that he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before, on the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken, by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless I said, what it utters is only stock and store, Caught from some unhappy master, Whom unmerciful disaster Followed fast and followed faster Till his songs one burden bore, Till the dirges of his hope That melancholy burden bore Of never, nevermore. But the raven still beguiling All my fancy into spiling, Straight I wheeled a cushion seat in front of the bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy on to fancy, thinking, what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, an ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking nevermore. Then I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to this fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, and the cushion's velvet lining, when the lamp light gloated o'er. But these velvet violet lining, with the lamp light gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, performed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim, whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. 
wretch i cried thy god hath lent thee by the angel he hath sent thee respite respite and nent thee from thy memories of lenore quaff o oh, quaff this kind nepenthe and forget this lost lenore quoth the raven nevermore prophet said i thing of evil prophet still if bird or devil whether tempter sent or whether tempter tossed thee here ashore desolate yet all undaunted on the desert land enchanted on this home by horror haunted tell me truly i implore is there is there balm in gilead tell me tell me i implore quoth the raven nevermore prophet said i thing of evil bird or devil by that heaven that bends above us by the god we both adore tell this soul with sorrow laden if with it the distant aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name lenore clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name lenore quoth the raven nevermore prophet be that word our sign in parting bird our fiend i shrieked upstarting get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore leave no back plume as a token or that lie thou soul hath spoken leave my loneliness unbroken quit the bust above my door take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door quoth the raven nevermore and the raven never fitting still is sitting still is sitting on the pally bust of palace just above my chamber door and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor and my soul from out that shadow that lies lady that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore